Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take. Round two, presented by UPMC, Mike Pursuta, along with Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson. We have been breaking it down position by position, not just once, but twice, because why do something just once when you can do it a second time, leading up to an event as important as the NFL Draft. And guys, we are here to talk about quarterbacks today, but before we do so, uh, I want to remind everyone who's found us out there that all these videos will be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. You can catch the audio uh, on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation Radio. And if you're looking to download that uh, Triple Take podcast, you can do that wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content. Guys, uh, it's been really hard to do anything draft-related this offseason without getting around to talking about quarterbacks. There seems to be a plethora of them. But uh, the guy I want to talk about first and foremost is Mac Jones from Alabama because, uh, you know, he was kind of, at least in my interpretation, maybe the last of the big five, if you will, when this process started. And I don't know that he's that anymore. I had him three on uh, my initial list. But, uh, Matt, uh, has this guy uh, slowly but steadily uh, climbed uh, the ranks, and might he be the third guy taken? I think he very well might be the third guy taken. I have a hard time condoning that. I mean, I really think you're buying a, a, a nice, steady, gas-efficient sedan for the price of a Lamborghini. You know, I mean, I, I just don't understand. And the logic behind it is, he does exactly what the coaches want. He's highly, highly efficient. He's great from the neck up. And I know people bash him. Anyone could succeed in Alabama. But if you just isolate his play, he knows where to go with the football. It comes out on time. It's accurate. But things don't always go to script. And in this league, with the defensive linemen having such an advantage over offensive linemen to the point that they don't even call holding anymore, sometimes you have to do things off script. And – he just doesn't have the physical tools to do that at this level, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I noticed that uh, they don't say of Trevor Lawrence, anybody could do that at Clemson. They got some pretty right. good guys. Too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on all that. And I'm not, you know, a lot of the the, uh, the talk that, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is the best uh, prospect to come out since Andrew Luck. I don't know if I'm able, I'm ready to go that far. There have been some pretty good prospects including that guy in Kansas city who, who've done pretty well for themselves since Andrew Luck came out. Uh, but I get it. And, and I get why, you know, you look at Mac Jones and you say, you know, when, when I compare him to the other four guys, is he, he's not the athlete of the other four guys. He, he doesn't have the arm strength of any of the other four guys. The only place where he may be uh, better off than those guys is again with the, with the processing, um, you know, is that good enough to take him number three? Uh, a lot of people think that's what's going to happen. That's why the 49ers traded up. So, you know, if that happens, he'll be the third guy taken and, you know, they'll, they'll live with it. History tells us though, that of these five guys who are going to go in the first round and they may all go in the top 10, um, they're not all going to work out. So, you know, trying to figure out who's who that guy is that isn't going to work out or several guys that aren't going to work out is, is always the uh, the fun part of this. I want to get both of your guys' opinion on what I'm about to broach here. And I'm talking specifically about Mac Jones. I'm not comparing him to the other four. Um, a, is the athleticism more than good enough? And B, Matt, 
at quarterback maybe more than anywhere else when you have a guy who checks every intangible box and looks like a guy, you know it's not going to be too big for him. You know he's going to prepare, and you know he's smart enough to figure it all out. Isn't that more important at quarterback than it is anywhere else? It's a great conversation because he could be an outlier. You know, I mean, we've seen so many quarterbacks, including going back to Ben and Russell Wilson, you know, where they relied early on as they learned the game on great physical tools because, you know, it, it just takes a while. The guys that are dominating the league from the shoulders up are 40. <laughs> you know, and they've been doing this a very long time. Can he come in and do that from day one with a, a great help from a supporting staff and a coaching staff? Perhaps, but we haven't really seen it. I mean, guys survive on traits and athleticism as they learn a very, very difficult position. And to your first question, sure, if, if the field's totally open, can he scramble for five yards and slide and get a first down? Yes. Can he shrug off defenders and create not so much? He moves pretty well within the pocket. He is no threat to carry the football, so people will, will defend him differently, and it'll be harder for him for that reason. So in terms of athleticism, I would rank him certainly in the bottom third of starting quarterbacks and near the bottom of that. Yeah, and I think you know there's a difference between reading defenses at the college level where – your typical game, you're maybe seeing, you know, a handful of different defenses. They're pretty, they're not getting real exotic with you as opposed to doing it at the NFL level where the, he's going to see things he's never seen before with athletes. He's never seen it before, even though he played in the SEC. Uh, so, you know, it, it's still going to be a jump up for him in competition level and what he's seeing on the football field. So yeah, he may have diagnosed cover two really well in college, but they're going to disguise it way better at the pro level. Uh, they're going to they're going to make it look like something else, and then and then morph into it. So, how quickly can he make those kind of adjustments? You know, during the snap as well. And the key too is, let's say he does go to San Francisco, and twice a year his left guard has no chance of blocking Aaron Donald. Well, <laughs> then what happens? Well, I think you know Aaron Donald's got a pretty good track record as he to does. what happens, but he does that to veterans as well as rookies too, doesn't he? I mean, that's, no doubt. That's not a Mac Jones problem. That's a left guard problem. Is it? <laughs> it then becomes a Mac Jones problem, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dale, let's it stick with it you quickly here. Generates there into, into a big problem for the quarterback. <laughs> let's just say Aaron Donald is a causer of problems for many, and they are great. Uh, Dale, let's stay with you here. Uh, the guy who's number six, uh, maybe that was more unclear at the start of this pre-draft process than it is now. Is that guy Davis Mills of Stanford? And is it because, uh, as Jan Daniel Jeremiah pointed out on the NFL Network, uh, he is a guy who executes graduate-level quarterbacking in terms of the ability to move the safety and manipulate and, and kind of pick the defense apart, which a lot of the big, fast, strong, athletic guys don't have that going for him either. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a patience thing, I think, that, that quarterbacks have to learn. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, scrambling, running quarterbacks – uh, you know, if the first read isn't there, or the second read isn't there, they just take off uh, where, you know, you get the guys like a Mac Jones or a Davis Mills who are a little more patient in the pocket and try to manipulate the, the secondary a little bit. Uh, you know, Davis Mills is interesting. You know, he was the number one pocket quarterback uh, coming out in his, in his uh, class. And, 
just for, for a myriad of different reasons, only made 13 career starts, including COVID last year, all the things that happened there. Uh, but there are tools there that, that people liked when he was coming out of high school and that they still like. You just wonder, though, he's only thrown 438 collegiate passes. Um, is that enough? Is that enough to go off of? He's athletic enough. He's certainly, um, you know, no stiff. He's, he's the exact same size as Mac Jones. Um, I'll go back to the Kyle Trask conversation we had the first time around with this. If Davis Mills had been at Alabama and Mac Jones at Stanford, are these two guys flip-flop right now? Matt, what do you think? Are they? I don't know. I mean, Mac Jones pretty much had the best season of any you know quarterback ever in college football. And we said the same thing about Joe Burrow. But it's a, a valid point. I mean, certainly more eyes would be on them. They'd be on, you know, it'd be played deeper into the season, you know, the playoffs and all those things. I like Mills a lot. I think there's a ton to work with there. And, and Dale summed him up really well. He's a real quick decision maker, too. I mean, he processes things really well. Um, he is a pocket passer in a traditional manner, but his tests at his pro day were a little better than I would have guessed. He ran under a four eight. Uh, his three cone drill was actually quite good. So I, I, I hate to say, you know, guys are stocks on the rise or stocks are dropping because these teams know all these guys well, but you can see why somebody might look at him and say, give him a year or so. And he's going to be a solid NFL starter. You know, that flip flop uh, in theory of Mills and, uh, Mac Jones it brings to mind something that was said about Bear Bryant long ago, and it might have been Bub Phillips, but the line was, he's such a good coach. He can take his and beat Yorn, or he can take Yorn and beat his. <laughs> yeah. Why anybody would want to take Yorn, I have no idea. Well, you know, it's a, maybe we've all moved on from that. Uh, before we uh, wrap up uh, quarterback uh, look number two, uh, Anybody else that's uh, jumping in there? Uh, is Kellen Mond uh, making an argument, or is it the top five, Mills, and then everybody else? You know, there's some interesting guys here, uh, Mike, and you mentioned Kellen Mond. Uh, you know, when we talk about Mac Jones or Davis Mills or even Trey Lance, there's not a, lot, a large body of work there. Kellen Mond has thrown uh, over 1,350 collegiate passes. I mean, you, you scouts will know pretty much what he is. So he's much more experienced uh, when it comes to, uh, to to what you see on the field. And one guy that, that uh, is, is kind of intriguing is uh, Felipe Franks out of uh, Arkansas. 6'7", uh, 234 pounds and ran a 4'5", 540. Uh, he's got a big arm. I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's a quarterback. He can That's throw the ball miles. Frask ran out of Florida, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but six, seven, two thirty-four. he's a heck of an athlete to run, you know, in the four fives, uh, you know, you could bring him in, uh, try him out at quarterback for a year or two. If it doesn't work out, say, Hey kid, you want to try to be a red zone target here or something like that? I mean, I just think that, that he's that kind of athlete. Yeah. I mentioned him too, thinking he might take the Logan Thomas path, you know, the yeah. Virginia tech quarterback, very similar traits. Who's now turned into it's worked out really well, hasn't it? Yeah, he's been a pretty darn good tight end for Washington, and they very, they're very similar physically. All right, guys, that's going to do it for uh, our, our second session on quarterbacks. Before we wrap it up today, I want to remind everyone that uh, all these uh, videos will be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. You can catch the audio on the Triple Take podcast and Steelers Nation Radio. And if you're looking to subscribe to the 
Triple Take Podcast. Uh, you can do that wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content. We will be back soon with yet another further review of still another position uh, in advance of the NFL draft. Until then, for Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, I'm Mike Persuda. You've been listening to the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.